Yo, what is up, what is up, what is up? Welcome to another show. Like always, I hope you're all doing really, really well. I hope uh, it's sort of COVID easing is starting to make your lives a little bit better, easier and more normal again. Although, what is normal now? I guess we've been doing this for so long. This is the norm. I'm currently sitting at my, my kitchen table, which is next to kind of the garden down to my door, looking at in the doorway, and this is in, in the, down my side return, sorry. <laughs> I think I've looked at this every single day consistently for so long. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. Actually, crazy how this all came about, isn't it? Like, when you think about February time, actually March, because I remember before I went to Thailand, the start of March, people talk about this and it was like, oh, it's just going to be another SARS, you know, it's just going to be another MRSA, whatever, it will come, it will go, it's not going to be anything really to worry about. <laughs> and here we are, like, fucking out in July and it's still in lockdown. Like, my, my girlfriend's still working from home. Well, all of us are still pretty much working from home. I guess people are just starting to go back to the offices now. But I know in, like, certain parts of the world, like Melbourne and, and Victoria, sorry, they've all just gone back into lockdown. Like Leicester, I think, up in um, the East Midlands. That went into lockdown the other day. It's, it's crazy. It is crazy what is going on. Never would have put money on this ever happening like if you'd have said this was going to happen to me last year I'd have laughed in your face but again I think you've got to look at the positives I think it's nice because it's brought a lot of families back together it's put that focus back on on the home um and people have actually become a lot more conscious of kind of their health because obviously it's a health scare a lot of people have become a lot more conscious of their health for starting trying to eat better start trying to exercise more so I think from that side of things it's um it's a great it's been great f- for so many people it's been a, a very much a struggle from a lot of the people I've spoken to who are with families living in small flats and things like that obviously yeah it's going to be a, a great struggle but I think like with everything in life it always makes it easier just to look at the positives even when they can feel very hard to to dig out. Um, but today, 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 what we're going to do is do a little Q&A. So I've got a few questions on my um, Facebook and my Instagram. So this is, yeah, a little q and I've got, I pulled out five questions, um, which kind of cover a whole range of topics so um first and foremost oh also if you want to drop this um if you want to get a question into this um before a q a session i will or a q a podcast sorry i will put out a question on my um, my facebook and on my instagram so you can um just head over there um it's at Lenser for instagram and obviously just my name kieran Lenser on facebook all the lean up with lights out. That's my um my, my page as well. So I give away loads of like free content and stuff on there. But ch- 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 first one is what motivates you? 
And this is a difficult one because it's quite it's a very broad question. It's what motivates you. I guess one of the big questions I would fight back with this is for what? Because that obviously depends because just like everyone, I'm a lot more motivated to do certain things than I am others. Um, <coughs> but I'll take this in kind of like a general context. So I'll break it down. I'll come at this from a few different parts. So what motivates me for, let's say, exercise, to do workouts that I do not want to do? So again, if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you'll see that the other day I went out to do a like a longer run because I am doing the marathon in October, which is being pushed back to October. So I was like, I need to start getting the miles in. So I was, I was aiming to do a 10 miler. I was like, my minimum amount I want to do is a 10 miler. Anyway, so I end up doing a half marathon. But if you know me, you'll know that when I get to mile six, I'm done. Like I don't like, I like short runs. I enjoy short runs. And again, half an hour 40 minutes that is my limit as soon as I start going over that it's like I just run into an absolute wall so I get that sort of like that block and my body just starts switching off and I find it really really difficult to push through that my body just doesn't want to do it um so with that what I find is useful is Breaking it down as well. So when I'm actually doing that bit of exercise, it's just focusing on, right, get this mile done, get this mile done. Give myself little micro goals within that run. So rather than thinking I get to four or five miles and be like, oh my God, I'm only halfway. What I'll do instead, I'll be like, all right, let's get to six miles and let's see how I feel. Let's get to seven miles and see how I feel. And as I'm doing that, trying to fit like just trying to push through because then at what you need to worry about for the next like six or seven well, between say six and 12 minutes depending on how fast you run you need to worry about how you're feeling and getting through that sort of a little stint of time so I think when you're actually on that it's a case of going through and just setting yourself little goals little targets because when you actually start achieving those as well, that builds momentum. It's about building wins. And now this actually, this this kind of transcends to everything. So a lot of the people when they start, say like a fat loss goal, they just get a bit worked up feeling like, oh, I've got, this is going to take me so long. I've got all this to do. Again, rather than focusing on those things, focus on small achievable goals because that's what you want to do. Is you want to build momentum. You want to build positive momentum. Like if you lose a couple of like a pound to a, a few pounds a week, obviously dependent your starting point, and you start no noticeably seeing yourself feeling and looking better in your clothes, that builds that win. That's positive reinforcement for the kind of the hard work that you're putting in. That keeps building on that, and then perfect, you build on that again, and then one week leads to two weeks. You're a few more pounds lighter, it's a three weeks, you get a few more pounds lighter. And again, that's that positive reinforcement and that builds motivation because you can see that what you're doing is actually working. So what I would say is making sure that if you, if you really want to um, keep your motivation 
fired up all the time, which is pretty much non impossible unless you're like superhuman because everyone has shit days. So rather than focusing on motivation, think about the simple habits that are going to help you get to your goal. So this is when it comes down to one of the things I'll do with my clients when when they first set up is when they first started me, sorry, is we'll sit down, we'll get a plan for a goal and we will um, reverse engineer that goal to kind of see where they want to be, like giving them a, a correct time frame that's not obviously just blowing smoke up their ass, being like, yeah, you can lose two stone in two months because obviously we don't just want to crash diet and make their life absolute hell. Um, so you reverse engineer that thing, that, 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 that plan, and then you create a strategy and then you just make sure that rather than focusing on motivation, because again, mo- motivation wavers. Like some days you wake up and you're ready to change the world. Other other days you wake up and you're just like, fuck this, I cannot be asked. And so even on those days, all you want to make sure of is that you've got kind of a set amount of daily routines, and daily habits that you just know that you need to nail that are going to get you to your goal. And again, even when you're having a crap day, you still know that you need to get X amount of steps in, you need to eat in a calorie deficit, get at least a training session in. Obviously, it depends on what your your programming that is. And obviously, just doing a few little mindful tactics as well to keep you nice and positive. But by doing that, and, and just knowing that you're doing that consistently, you will achieve your goal. And again, by doing that consistently, even on days when you really can't be asked. It's about empowering yourself because you kind of need to take ownership as well. And if you have days where you're like, oh, no, I'm not doing it, da-da-da, you just need to be like, okay, well, you just need to own the fact that if you sack that off for the day, that is just going to take you a step back. So, again, even when you're having days when you're not motivated, because like I said, we all have them, just focus on those little daily um, little daily habits that are just going to give you that win. And I guess when it comes down to it, it's, it's like a point-scoring system. You've got your daily your your daily plan that's going to get you to your goal, and if you were to look at that and you had to say five things you need to do that day, every one of when you get to the end of the day, you just basically tally it up and you go which of those did you do. Whenever you get all of the ones that you did, that's a one nil. That's a one. Um, that's a one point to you. All those you didn't, that's a one point to not achieving your goal. And then you just want to make sure that at the end of the day, you're just knocking up those points. You're just getting wins. And again, the more wins that you get, gosh, it just like a domino effect. It builds, 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 builds. And you achieve your goal. And again, like I said, don't fucking worry about motivation because motivation wavers. And trust me, even from my time as a professional boxer, do you think that I wanted, like walking into the gym on Tuesday at half past nine in the morning after being at work since 6am and being up since five, I wanted to go and do a savage beasting session or on the Wednesday the next day when my body hurt after a few days of like hard training. Do you think I wanted to go in and do 10 rounds of sparring against some unbelievable fighters? No, not a lot. A lot of the time, no. I had zero interest in it, and if if I if I had it my way, I probably would have just sacked that off and gone and lay down in bed. But again, 
coming back to it, what, what motivates me is making sure that you have a goal that you're connected to, making sure that you've got a strong why. This is huge. This is one of the biggest things as well that I work with all my clients is when they come to me, to find out why they want to do something. Because everyone goes, yeah, I want to lose weight. Why do you want to lose weight? Oh, because I want to look a little bit better in this dress. Why do you want to look better in this dress? How's that going to change, like, improve your life? Well, and then there's always there's always a deeper meaning. Always It always comes down to something. And it's about actually digging through the bullshit that you're telling yourself and actually trying to understand exactly why you want to achieve what you want to achieve. And when you actually kind of understand that, you dig down deep enough. And you Don't get me wrong, it can get a bit uncomfortable when you're actually digging in as well. Um... When you dig down deep enough and you actually find that why, you find why that truly, truly motivates you, that's when you will find that kind of endless supply. That's when you find the motivation to eat, to do the shit that you don't want to do, even on the days you can't be asked. And again, to go back to my, my time um, boxing, I knew that if I didn't do those, those, those workouts, I didn't beast myself... I knew that on the day I'd look an absolute fool. I'd yeah, I'd get embarrassed by my opponent. I wouldn't be fit enough. I wouldn't like. There's a whole host of reasons, but at the same time, it's that that would, would fire me up and and lead me to push in. I didn't just have some weird like mindset where I was like, oh, I can do this. No, everyone everyone is made from the same stuff. The difference is the people that you see out there achieving greatness have a great connection with their why, basically. Um, I think I know that one. Um, good as well. So I'm actually writing it. I'm just writing the questions down. I, sh- I should probably actually start um, structuring my answers a bit more. But that one actually flowed really well. So I do apologise if I end up having to come back to something... Um, it is because I don't write the answers down. I like to just kind of freestyle, get my creative juices flowing. Anyway, so playlist for running. So I'm guessing this person has seen me, um, what do you call it? I've seen with my sort of pushing on two hour runs at the minute. So top playlist for running. See, I it, this depends. It depends on how I feel. Again, like I was saying, early with motivation, it changes, doesn't it? Don't know, some days I don't actually need, um, I feel like I don't need music. Well, actually, let me break this down again. This will completely depend on A, how I'm feeling that day, and B, where I'm at in the run. Like I say, up to four or five miles, I'm fine. I'm not even paying attention to whatever's in my ears. Um... So normally, what I like to do is I like run into either a good podcast or a an audible book. Like, I absolutely hammer through them. So that's kind of like my go-to for those. Again, it depends. So I find that when I hit kind of mile eight on my, my last half marathon, that half marathon run that I did, I hit mile eight and I just needed some, like, really lively music to really pick me up. Um, and that worked for about three miles. So 
got to about mile 11, that last two and a half miles, which was by far the worst, and I was broken. My knees were hurting. It's just, it was just disgusting. And the worst bit is, you're, I wasn't, you're only two and a half miles from home, and I kind of run around an area that I know, of course. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so, so a big one for this as well was, I didn't take any cards or anything with me. I don't have like Google Pay on my phone because um, I've got an Android. I don't have Google Pay on my phone. So I did not give myself the plan B of jumping on like a bus, which is, trust me, which is what I would have done. I was trying to convince myself of like bartering with the bus man. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Don't give yourself a plan B. Sometimes you just need to go out and you need to set out to win and you need to bite down on your gum shield and accept the fact that it's going to fucking hurt. You just need to get in there and you need to do it. So that's probably one of the biggest things for me then. Um, but playlists. So yeah, I've got to... And then when, when I'm absolutely in pain, what I did was started listening to David Goggins, um, Can't Hurt Me. Unbelievable book. Um, and the Audible is just is just phenomenal. But basically, David Goggins is this was this black Navy SEAL um, who's like really fat, really like mentally weak. Um, and on his third attempt to get into the Navy SEALs, he smashed it. And it's basically his evolution from the days of being this fat, weak bloke to being this just mental, mental powerhouse that he is now. He does all these crazy ultra marathons and all of this. And it's just so much value in in that book and his evolution and he just talks about his mindset and all that sort of stuff because that's the thing is like I say for me when I hit six um six miles it's a mental battle so it's all it's all mindset and like I say I'm sitting there trying to give myself a plan b a, a route out an escape by going oh I can get the bus I can go and jump on the tube and all this sort of shit but whilst I'm not overly confident doing those runs consistently, I won't give myself that option. Um, so listening to him is a good form of exogenous fucking motivation for me. Because again, like I was saying um, in, that, in that last bit, it's, yeah, everyone's looking for that intrinsic motivation, that motivation inside you that fires you up. But sometimes you need to find that motivation from outside to find in people that motivate you. And for me, David Goggins is just a beast. And so if I'm doing something that he's doing and, <laughs> and he's doing like these hundred mile runs, I'm sitting there fucking struggling around a half marathon. I just listen to what he's saying and I just feel like an absolute pathetic piece and that fires me up to push harder. So again, that's honestly for any of you runners, get at, get that because it is insane. Now moving away from kind of motivation and that, um, this is <laughs> very broad. I just thought I'd throw this in and just dig into it. Why not? And it's, um, I need to lose weight. What What should I eat? <laughs> and, um, this is always just a, a silly question, isn't it? 
Uh, sorry, actually, let me completely rephrase that. I, I, I apologise to anyone I just offended with that. This is not a silly question because I think truth of the, the fact of the matter is is that a lot of people don't actually know. They There's so much information out there at the minute and people feeding all these bullshit lies about different things that you can eat that are going to fire up your metabolism and if you intermittent fast, it's going to make your body burn fat and all of this bollocks. But basically, it all comes down to one thing, and that is calories. You can eat whatever you want, and there's been blokes that have done this. say blokes, there's probably plenty of women as well. But the the two um, things I've seen of this are... There's one bloke that only ate McDonald's for like six weeks, and he he lost weight. Um, He got pretty lean. And there was another bloke who only ate ice cream and drunk whiskey and protein shakes he did that for like six months and he again got pretty lean um when it comes down to losing um, it says losing weight again i don't like that um terminology you don't necessarily just want to lose weight if you want to lose weight go and sit in the sauna or have a really hot bath or just don't drink water for a little bit that's what i used to do for boxing because you're all weight focused you want to lose fat, you want to look better in your clothes, like, unless you're a weight-making athlete, they don't really care about, um, yeah, you don't really care about the other bits, so, mainly I would focus on, um, your calorie intake, so if you've never done anything, um, if you have, literally do not know where to start, download an app, um, like a calorie tracker app and just start tracking your food and just seeing what sort of foods that you're consuming um, and then progressing from there. So I'd do that for two weeks. Just kind of see what your, your standard makeup of your diet's like. How is it on the weekend? Because a lot of people are amazing Monday to Thursday, but come the Thursday evening through to Sunday, the wines come out, the um the food quality slips says yeah it's, it's a few bits so um eating to lose fat track your calories at the start just see where you're at see how much you're eating see what your kind of macronutrient breakdown is progressing from there then start tracking your calories and aiming to hit your protein so i would aim to eat between 1.8 and 2.5 grams per kilogram of um, your desired body weight. So if you're like really like obese or really, really overweight, there's no point in you having 2.5 grams per kilo because you're going to be eating a stupid amount of, of protein. Um, so think about how much your desired weight. So if you're over 100 kilos, but you know your, your, your healthy weight for you is like 70, work it off that so your desired that's what I mean by desired um desired weight um and then obviously progressing on on from there I go with like to all my clients I advocate the 80-20 rule so 80% of your diet is what I call the um the Hulk diet and that is if it's basically green live in had a face at some point eat it 
so greens like all sort of vegetables living again like vegetables meats fish all that sort of stuff basically all the other quote-unquote healthy foods are have been living or green or whatever anything like that yeah dig into it um and that 20 percent that's that keeps you adherent to the 80 percent I'd probably say 85, 15. It depends where you're at in your journey as well. Um, if you're just starting out, you're, you're quite obese. Um, maybe try and minimise your, your 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 treats a little bit. If you Again, this comes down to personality types as well. It depends if you're one of the people who can have like a couple of chocolate digestives and put the back back then maybe that E20 rule will work perfectly for you but if you're one of the people that can't do that then I probably wouldn't say if you're starting out to to do that because you're just going to probably keep slipping up there so I'd take more of a, a relatively restrictive approach at the start um, just whilst you're building your knowledge of kind of the nutritional fundamentals and the fat loss fundamentals and then again, just so you can start building on some wins, which is going to motivate you and going to help you improve your, um, help you improve your diet essentially. Um, but yeah, so obviously start tracking, then incorporate hitting your your protein goal, um, then bring in that eighty twenty rule. That kind of builds you up for a good solid diet for the rest of your life, really. If you can do those, because. You're not going to be overly restricting anything. Um, you'll be hitting your protein because the thing about losing fat, you don't just want to get skinny. You want to lose fat and build a good, healthy-looking body. That's one of the biggest things. So that's why you obviously you want to be hitting your, your your protein amounts. There's so many different factors that come into the benefits of a higher protein diet when you're losing fat. Things like sati- satiation. Things like the thermic effect of food, which is how many calories are lost in the digestion of that food, which again, protein's the highest. Um, but then also, when you look at overfeeding studies, so if you overfeed on carbs and fats, your body tends to just um, store that as fat. Whereas when you look at overfeeding studies of protein, your body will store that as, as lean tissue. And that's obviously because you've got to think about what protein's broken down to. It's broken down to amino acids, which is the makeup of your body, your hair, your cells, your organs, your skin, your hair, your teeth, um, a lot of your immune functions, a lot of your cells, like your, your, your T cells, all that sort of stuff, they're made of proteins. So your body actually has a huge amount of need for them, hence why you have... Um, essential amino acids you've got nine essential amino acids out of the 20 that your body needs so you can't cut protein out of your diet and a lot of the time you find if people have got um, issues with things like their hair to skin teeth the eyes and that sort of stuff a high protein diet can improve that i'm not no that's obviously a huge asterisk i'm not saying that's going to fucking cure everything and Obviously, I'm not a doctor, so, and I'm I'm not specifically consulting with whatever's like unique situation you're dealing with. So, so I just wanted to make that clear. That's me. I'm just saying, 
saying that's my two pence on that <laughs> moving on <laughs> um so anyway that's just yeah a few little tips for eating for fat loss and well i guess this one kind of relates to that first one this is i'm struggling with my mindset what can i do and i don't actually know i shouldn't even incorporate it now and now after um that first one I pretty much nailed everything there but again mindset I guess finding your why finding you'd like connect to a why like why are you doing what you want to do what is it in your mindset you're struggling with don't get me wrong it's a pretty fucked up time at the minute with everything going on with COVID-19 so take the like this one thing I was saying to a lot of my clients is take the pressure of yourself we're all kind of in an unknown territory it's all been a bit fucked up so don't let that stress you out because it's just fucking just it's a weird state of affairs at the minute. It'll get better. Don't you worry. Keep positive. Um, yeah, I want to say that is... Actually, for just mindset, things like positivity is massive here. So for myself, if you look, if you follow me on Instagram, that I've actually started um, incorporating and trying to be more, very, very consistent with incorporating my morning routine. So like this morning, I woke up a little bit earlier and just do my, my morning routine, which consists of like positive affirmations. And again, focusing on my, my day, focusing on my, my um, tasks for the day. So I make a little to-do list. Um, and just thinking, looking at those things that are gonna push the needle and aim my business and aim my, 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 my fitness. Um, and I guess be my, my relationships. So I've got a little date night and stuff tonight which is obviously going to help my, my, my relationships. Um, and then obviously work and my marketing and that sort of stuff, which is going to help my business. So you just have to look at certain things, give yourself um, tasks for the day that, again, are going to be conducive to you building on the situation that you're in um, and improving that situation. So when you come to you say you're struggling with mindset, Give yourself actually a good do on business. So I did um, a an episode on this, and it was about productivity. Making sure you're being productive, not just busy, but making sure you're being productive, and that what you're doing is conducive to you hitting your your health, your fitness goals, your relationship goals, um, your your business goals, those sorts of things. Because when you're working towards something, trust me, it really, really, really helps. Anyway, that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed this um, little Q&A. Again, so I'll be putting up the questions um, on my Facebook and my Instagram. So, yeah, whenever you want. Um, if you see them come up, just jump on it. But anyway, have um, a lovely day. Do me a huge, huge favour. Give me a little review. Um, give me a five-star rating. And if you do, we can hop on a call and again, we can discuss this, discuss a strategy. Um, and like we were talking about earlier there, um, for you to achieve your goal and I'll for free, complete, we can reverse engineer a strategy and help you en route to smashing your goal. Anyway, have a quality week, everyone. Speak to you soon.